0: So, so, really, the problem the problem is you've just had, like, the Millers before.
1: Of the world. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I'm having... You just need guidance, bro. It's all. It's
2: kind of like when we started you out on drinking with Fireball. Like, we just started in a rough spot. Oh. Yeah. Bro. That's
3: a... I was ignorant. Was That's a hard initiation. Yeah. I was ignorant. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And no, I was were, willing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, we,
2: we toured for, like, two years, like, nonstop. And like during that time, I saw them, like, my bandmates more than my family. And this dude was straight lace. He didn't touch anything. And then we stopped touring and then he decided to start dabbling uh in and into alcohol and, and all that. And, but I asked him to bring fireball to our house, right? And he shows up with an airplane shot. <laughs> one of them. And I, I like, brought one. I like looked at him. I was like, call my wife. I'm like, Jenny, look what Daniel brought. She's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> He's like, I don't know.
0: I don't drink
3: alcohol.
2: <laughs>
0: Walks into the store, y'all have any of that fireball?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Give me one, that just was one. That was really close to what it was.
0: <laughs> if he'd brought six, he's like, I brought a six pack. Right.
1: <laughs> you know, they have like the bag of like 20 of them, you know? Right. At, at the i Yeah,
2: that's the only way you can just buy, you know, those. Yeah, but, yeah Man, yeah, yeah. you eventually learned very well.
3: It was crazy. It was crazy drinking for the first time with you guys. (laughs) I don't even know what all happened. (laughs) We got pictures and videos, though. That's what happens
0: when you start with Fireball. (laughs) I do not recommend that when you start your
1: drinking career, you begin with Fireball. Zero stars would not recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody hell. You ready to go? Sure. You want to do it? Do it. Let's do it.
4: Beers with Nigel is poured anything. for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Yeah, shout out to my, my boy
1: Jonathan for doing that drop for us. Uh, he's out there. He's like a major like Uber driver. Yeah, it's major Uber driver. Major, yeah, major Uber driver. (laughs) Hey, welcome (laughs) to Beers with Nigel. This is Nigel. Uh, I'm that other guy. It's a show about beer and what other stuff.
0: But really, I don't care about you talking right now because you're holding this beer.
1: It's also beer about other things.
0: Well, hold on, fool.
2: I mean, he's that excited. So
1: just hold this beer.
2: I'm really excited about.
1: (laughs) Listen, this is probably the first podcast we've ever done during the day. We did it once on a Sunday, but that was during the pandemic, so there there were no days back then. That that didn't count. You yeah. can start drinking at 9 a.m. and no one judge you. Well, you got, you, got to, you got to start in the morning. Right. If you're going to drink all day. That's what they keep telling me. Um, before we get going, <laughs> let's say hey, hey, shout out to Junior. Junior! Of, you know, we got a listener that if we don't shout him out and tell us what we're drinking, he gets really... I, I owe it. Junior okay. an apology. I, I
0: think the last few episodes I have not put what our drinkers were on the show notes. Well,
1: definitely I did notice that on the show notes last time because you were lazy. Um, well, I, I was only like three days three late. Three days late. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't lie laughs> was like, that the shortest description of the fucking podcast ever. I was like, okay, and there's no beers on there. So apparently we didn't drink any beers unless you listened. So uh, we got some. Uh, Have we
0: ever done a no beer show?
1: No, uh, no. Well, the whiskey show, there was beer involved. There was beer. Yeah. You still and worked whiskey. it in. Yeah, yeah, we still worked it in. Yeah. So we're drinking. Um, we just had from Shout Out to uh, Stoneclad Brewing in Oklahoma City, Cue the Juice, Hazy India Pale Ale. And we're about to crack open from uh, Dancing Gnome, shout out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Black Clouds, Mexican chocolate stout. So that's going to be fun.
0: I'm really excited about this.
1: But welcome to the show. Run with it band in the house. What's What's going on? We got Miguel and Daniel. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. This is our first band. Oh, nice. So. Yeah. That uh, first band. first one. Band on the show.
2: Uh, we have
0: had a musician before, but she's a not count because she can do everything well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All oh, yeah. We tend to specialize. There's a lot of things I can't do well up yeah. there, especially play drums. That's what I do. <laughs> Des can do everything.
1: Yeah, Des. Shout out to Des. She's assistant producer. Shout right? out, Des. Uh, What's up, Des? She's at, uh, um, what was it? Uh, What's the name? name Holy the, shit. What's the brewery? Torn Torn Label Torn Label Torn Label. Shout out to Des. the only one Ooh. of the one of the few female brewers in Kansas City. But nice and and a sister as well. So shout out to her. Asara. So she's
2: rocking tunes and brewing beer. Oh, uh, and, and a DJ. She can play. Oh and wow. DJ. Yeah. Okay. She plays like yeah. seven thousand oh, yeah, yeah. instruments. She does do it all. Oh. yeah, and yeah. she's
0: one of those that can like look at the instrument and sure, I can play that. Yeah. <laughs>
5: she's <laughs> like ah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Self talk. Self talk. Yeah, just make that shit. Everything. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Not her. and I hate her.
1: So who is who's the run with a band? Who who's in the house? Okay, so
2: I'm I'm Miguel. I'm the lead singer, Uh, play guitar, write songs. Our guitarist is not with us because he's super cool. He's in Nashville doing some big recording project and then touring with another band called Ravener. Uh, This dude right here.
3: I felt all the all the tension. Well, (laughs) now we're not competitive. Oh, um, but yeah, I've been with Run with It for like I don't know since 2015. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, and then we had a little hiatus. Yeah, we took a break. Yeah. Um, Was that a COVID yeah. break? No.
2: I wish I could blame it on COVID. I got really yeah. melodramatic and freaked out. Uh, what about the- finances and all that? And just instead of like taking a break, I just decided to like end the band and I was going to quit music altogether. And that didn't what? work out too well. Really? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was. Yeah, we went dark. It, we went dark for a minute. <laughs> I went dark for a minute. You really <laughs> did go dark. <laughs> <laughs> real dark. Yeah, there was like we were touring heavy and. uh, and seeing some success, but just the realities of like life on the road and the money coming in, like almost lost my house. All that I, I got four boys and married, and I kind of freaked out, you know. And even my wife, though, when I finally came back to it, called Daniel. Was like, "Why don't we do this thing?" She's like, "I always knew you'd go back to it, you know." <laughs> and and I couldn't do it without this dude because he's like became like a brother on the road. You live with us for a minute too. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Cool. We've gotten close. You're the manny. <laughs> he was our manny for a the while. Manny. He'd go pick up our kids at uh, preschool. <laughs> Not a nanny, a manny. I love <laughs> oh man, I've never heard that. That's pretty badass. I'd watch the dogs.
2: Yes, that's oh you, well. The gosh. night you first had Fireball, uh, he, <laughs> we have pictures of him. He, did, we had these Great Danes that were bigger than him, and uh, <laughs> I wish I had the pictures to share. But yeah, he, we got a lot of video and pictures with him where they made friends after he had a lot of Fireball. They were they're just like hanging out, chilling, taking pictures.
3: <laughs> man, what an experience. <laughs> You Fire guys took balls, me for a ride. With the Dogs. For my first go, you guys took me for a ride. We
2: did. We go. We probably took it too hard on that one. It's okay. We
0: talked about that a little bit before we started the right. uh, the, the music there. But man, that's a that's a rough start to your drinking life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is I don't that really is off the deep end.
3: I don't drink often. It's not necessarily my thing, but I'm always I'm always down to experiment and try new things. At the end of the day, right? At least try it. Yeah. It may not may not be your jam,
1: but at least. Hey, I tried it, right? Yeah, I'm a
3: C. I'm a C. What's up? Yeah, but, but you, well,
1: you know, you learn Fireball sucks.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's
2: only one reason to drink Fireball, and that's usually a no,
1: bad week. There's, they're there fast. To, no, Miguel, okay, there's zero reasons to drink that shit, man. I'm telling you. I've, you're, oh no, you're
0: you're you're 19 and in college.
1: Yep. Okay, that's probably the main reason. Okay.
0: Or that's all there is, and you just got to get there fast.
1: Yeah. That's it. Those are your reasons. I mean, I guess it's it's just the Everclear of of the, the millennials.
5: You know what? That's <laughs> yeah. fair. back when I was not I think it was, that's fair.
1: It was you want to get there fast. It was
5: yeah, yeah, it ever clear But and then
2: there's always Jaeger for oh. getting there fast. Ooh. And Ooh. yeah, that sounds that's just horrible. That's just it is it's no,
3: terrible. No,
0: I don't care what anybody says. It, it, Jaeger's never good. I mean, and everybody's thrown down with it, but it's not a good thing.
1: You mean everybody's thrown up with it? <laughs> <laughs> that's <what you> mean. <laughs> So <laughs> i followed by throwing up.
3: That's only oh, happened okay. to me once. <laughs> once.
1: Well, you know, good Give for you. time. Good yeah, on we'll
3: you. Uh, so you're if, not trying once with the Jaeger. Yeah. I'm not trying to try. Yeah.
1: Trying. <laughs> so people are probably wondering, you guys have a band on the show. What's it got to do with beer? Well, the, funny, right. the, the funny thing is, how do we meet Miguel. We met him at a brewery. That's true. Uh, at a lost evening. Yeah, right? shout out to Lost Evenings. And, right. And that
2: that that we podcast. were rushing
0: to get that podcast done so that he could play. Yeah. Oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> I was just chilling. I was like, cool. I get to kick it, drink some more beer, and hang out. But yeah, we struck up a combo that night. Yeah. It was really cool. Had you on the podcast? Yeah, I came uh, on your
1: podcast. Shout yeah. out to your podcast. Yeah, Tell live and create. Yeah. So
2: Living hashtag live and create all word, one word. Yeah. yeah we'll throw it out there. That's cool ass.
1: It's a it's a, a, a cool ass podcast because it's about people and what drives them. What what they're passionate about, I, it's it's one of those you get so many different a well, wide range of people. And I'm like, oh shit, that didn't know that guy was didn't know who he was, but that's right. a pretty cool story. Because again, like what we do here, it's it's stories. You know, everybody has a story. Like you have a story about
2: Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Got some, some stories.
3: <laughs> so
0: let's, beer beer's just the doorway. Yeah. Yes. It's the entryway. Yeah. The,
2: you know, and that's the thing, like in that podcast, you introduced me to this concept of beer karma, uh, which I found really fascinating. And um, just overall, just the idea of community, right? So you, you have this this overarching theme that can be found in beer or in music or in business or, you know, all those themes. And I think that that's what's cool about doing that kind of podcast is why I like podcasts like this. Because, uh, yeah, you get to see all aspects instead of just like one niche little piece of life. But it comes through a lens where like beer, all of us have almost everybody's had experience with beer, uh good or bad. <laughs> right, right. And right, right, uh right. you can figure out, you know, the rest of the story, I guess, through that to throw in is that Paul Harvey did the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, the, the rest, rest of the, the, story. the rest <laughs> of the story.
1: So what was it, you know, you talked about the band went away, went yeah. dark, but you came back and you are out there doing the solo thing. I, I, I feel like as I was following along, I'm like, he does a lot of breweries. Right. What 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 was What was behind that? Was that on purpose?
2: Well, and during that season we met and that was, it was, you know, COVID was going on and basically it was just wineries and breweries that were doing Uh, a lot of these shows, um, kind of open air places or outside where they could do it safely. And at that point I was just trying to find, I was trying to figure out like, how in the hell can I make money? uh, (laughs) uh, Like (laughs) not not digging holes. Cause I was literally digging holes for a landscape company (laughs) at the time. And that's, I'm glad I did a shitty job like that. Shitty for me. There's. I have a friend who actually enjoys it. He's. He does. I don't understand those people. I don't. And I even told him, "It's like this is great for you, but this like I can't do this." Um. And it was. It was part of that process of learning. Like I need to figure out how to get back into the music realm. And but yeah, like finding my way into breweries and wineries a ton. And it's just where people. I think people are so hungry for just going out and experiencing something, but trying to find a safe way to do it during the time of COVID.
1: You know. And I feel like breweries are open to whatever music because the yes. breweries I work at, the wide range of things, they just want music. And they're right. like, oh, it's something new. Because, you know, shout out to my uh, a buddy of mine, Justin. He plays the cello. And his buddy plays, has a keyboard. And they came in, and it's a different vibe than having a band. Right. But they're doing all these all these popular songs with a cello. That's pretty cool. You know, and people are like, oh, shit. Let's I didn't know cello. I liked cello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cello's, yeah. rule. Cello's rule? Cello's rule. Why, why do you say that? Because my mom made me play forever. <laughs> oh, <what's that? laughs> i said This, I don't know. I don't know this about you. I
0: started in second grade.
1: No shit. Nice. Yeah.
2: I Man, did not we got know a this. feature
3: on the way.
0: Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> Tonight, Nick's sitting in on cello. It's gonna be badass. <laughs> We're gonna do Britney Spears. Toxic. My brother's the actual. It's be yes. hella cool. My brother and my mother actually
0: musicians. <laughs> but I think you're right, though. I think people people just wanted like they wanted not only to get out, but they wanted that kind of entertainment. And yes. That, those shows again and. Nobody knew when the stadium concerts were coming back, but right. But with the smaller at the venues, whether it was outdoor or whatever, it was like, you got to have that community feel again. That was just gone.
2: Yeah, all absolutely. Of, gone. All of
0: a sudden. So it's like, I got to go see friends and have a beer. Oh, and this guy I know is playing some music.
2: Right. Well, it's interesting too, because COVID definitely killed uh, the live music industry Like yeah. during that time. Like we all of it, Daniel's full-time drummer, you play what, uh, how many bands? Five. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> so like, yeah. Holy moly! Um, you he, play, you dude, playing bland bands moly. like I work at breweries. We we were just talking on the way here. We're gonna do a festival night where we just hire like all the bands on the bill are all of his bands. So it's just Cuz like, <laughs> <laughs> so it he deep? never stops playing. Yep, I'll play much. the whole night. Some Travis Barker shit right there, but like D Cole D Cole Fest is that what we're
3: gonna call it? Uh, I mean, we'll or everybody it loves out. the D.
2: No, Whoa. definitely
3: not that. I like that. <laughs> no, yes. he's not. Yes. Yeah, so people would buy that.
1: But, but, yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah, so
2: many people, uh, we have so many friends that this is their industry, right? And it, a friend of mine was a professional actor, managed a music venue and also performer. And so like just overnight annihilated. But yeah. what I think has been interesting is the world continues to open back up more and more and more. Um, I think it, Ignited a passion for events, like a passion for yeah. like even like you said, like the even the smaller events, right? Like yeah. people are excited. You can go see Muse at Sprint, which is amazing. But yeah, I'm I'm noticing as a performer, I also am an agent and book other artists. Like there was times where I was actively seeking out bands from other states because all the bands we were connected to here we had already booked out, right. like on multiple multiple days during this past summer. It's like people are just hungry for that experience. Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you think do you think the 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 smaller those more intimate events are actually bigger now than they were? Cuz I I kind of feel like just from the outside watching that there's more right. of them and people want that more. I mean everybody wants to go to the big stadium show, sure. But yeah. uh, but I feel like there's more of those
2: Yes, yeah, there definitely is, and because and we even saw we've been getting a lot of uh, calls from different venues who never did music before. I don't know if some of the other bands you're in you see that same thing, but like yeah, it is. It's well, been that yeah, like shows are opening up where you're like we're playing at this random ass place. That's interesting, but they're yeah. like hey, let's let's try it, yeah, let's yeah. do it, and people who are willing to like sign on for nine months just to say let's just go every week with music and see how we yeah. how it can connect. Some work, some don't. You know, you you have different crowds, different spaces. Uh, but, yeah, overall, I definitely see just an uptick and a passion for that kind of connection, that kind of vibe. Yeah. So. so I'm
1: curious, Daniel, what, what what's your music history? Obviously, you got fifty eleven bands. That's a shit ton. What, <laughs> what, 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 what got you? When did you start? What's your music history?
3: Uh, When did I start? I started around, like, nine years old. Like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pre-Fireball. No, Daniel looked young as fuck. Pre-Fireball. <laughs> yeah, and I could, Pre-fireball. Just, I could just remember I was – it was just one of those situations where I was in church, I was in one of those pews, and, you know, um, they are just asking for someone to come play the drums that day, just keep a little beat, and they thought it would be cool if, you know, um, the kids that are just out there, you know, me and my cousins would come up and play, and so... Had you played the drums before? No, they're just like it's real simple. We just need you to do, boom, you know, do something like that, and we'll give you three dollars <laughs> and everything. And they paid you. I got paid for the drum. Gig. <laughs> I got paid so for the drum. Pro- the professional at age nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then I just, I just really got like, really in competitive, I guess, and I wanted to be the one that they always picked to come up. And then later on, I discovered that my dad played the drums. Oh, really? And so yeah, he, he was really killer too and so he started teaching me and really instructing me but not only about the drums but about like if you want to turn this into a living here's a kind of discipline and focus and all that stuff you need to Mm -hmm. cultivate and so it's just been kind of that process Played drums in school after after high school i started touring with this hip-hop artist xv and after
1: high school okay yeah so you were all up in it
3: yeah, <laughs> like my friend, D- Cole doesn't me play him, games. we hit, we were like doing music in high school, and then he ended up touring with X because he's his cousin, and started like DJing for him. And then after I graduated, um, just just hopped on, and then from there, just kind of been playing with different groups in different situations, and eventually in 2015, connect with Miguel, and 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 then I guess yeah, just it's kind of everything else is from there. We do our, we do like, um, our process of it where we figure out what is it, what is it that makes us who we are as as this collective. What is the sound of Run with it? What do we want to? What's the message we want to communicate? And I don't really. I feel like I'm getting off track a little bit. No, no, you're <laughs> good. You're
1: good, bro. It's, it's a great story. But so, but yeah. So you've you've just been kind of a, a phenom at this point.
3: Man, I've just been like, I just decided that this was the focus and I'm just going to focus on doing this and making this work and not really like put my energy into anything else. So there's like pros and cons, like <laughs> it's not the best money. So you have to really have to figure out how to make things work way under your means. And then eventually you hit a point where all right, things are turning around and like you find stability and balance and then you figure out how to grow and expand from there and just like continue to like progress and so I'm just I feel like I'm still in that process of figuring out how to like keep things stable but also progress and create and express and bring up the people that I'm a part of you know with me right. or together yeah that, that shit does not end
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's called <laughs> life my brother <laughs>
3: well, And
2: that's one thing like this dude's always been hustling because when he tried out we, we had to let one of our drummers go in the past and we were doing tryouts and a friend of a friend said hey you need to check this dude out So we check out kind of stuff he's doing. We set up a time to rehearse or to do the tryout. And I don't know if you remember, but you were like, oh, I can't do it that week. I'm going to be gone. And he didn't really say much, but I started following him on, on Facebook and I'm watching. And so he was gone and I just see a picture of him in Times Square with like a rapper and then Nick Lachey next to him. And I'm like, what the, what the, what is this dude doing? And I don't even, I can't remember that story, like how you ended up I, I think it was just like a happenstance. It was by chance. Like, it yeah, it was just, by, just chance. by chance. But I was like, this dude's doing some real shit. I didn't even... He's like hanging out yeah, with yeah. Nick Lachey, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. And that's then he a, comes in a great and, excuse
0: to miss the tryout. Yeah, sorry, can't come to
2: tryout. Hope it's cool. On tour with the band. Kind of uh, busy. That's doing real busy. shit. <laughs> Are you guys doing real shit? <laughs> <It's a> tryouts. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That,
0: that's a great way to like level up yourself before yeah. you get the job. Are you good enough for me? Yes. <laughs> oh,
2: man. That's how you start strong.
3: But yeah. yeah, yeah. Wanted to
2: make an impression. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Miguel, what's, what's your, what's your history in music, man? Uh,
2: my history. I, I always remember like singing love, like Goo Goo Dolls when I was younger, like singing the song name specifically. I remember like, as I think it was, I was like nine or something like singing that song over and over again. Um, but I thought I wanted to go into military. So it was like all about that thing. Uh, Then in high school, just decided, like, I didn't want to go that path and started, like, dabbling in acting, dabbling in music, Um, studied uh, music in college, and then just tried to figure out, like, started a band in college. We got a development deal. We started performing, like, regionally, had a development deal, and then just like most bands in college, you know, people got married, people bought a house. I still remember my my bass player his wife went with us to the studio in Nashville for our development deal and she's hanging out with the producers and all these people she's asking a lot of questions way more cuz we just think it's cool as shit we're right. like this is cool she's like so what's money look like and right. we're like
3: fuck like, what are you talking about
2: <laughs> and uh she finally came up to she was like i'm realizing we might have to sell our house to do this oh, you know shit. and like you could see in her eyes like this this fear come over and that's some real shit like i said right. i freaked out cuz i thought i was going to lose my house um but basically it was like all of life happened to where that just fizzled out. Right. And uh I actually I did like a, a left turn for a while. I became a pastor. It seems like a totally former life, but I was working music and in churches and doing that for years. Uh and it was my wife who encouraged me. She knew I had a passion for like writing and performing. So sometimes I wonder if she regrets it, but she encouraged me <laughs> to start writing. <laughs> and she's like, I know this is a passion of yours that yeah. you gave up, you know? Um, and so that's when I started writing new songs and that's when run with it started. It was like a group of five people. We started as a, a funk band, like oh. a rock funk thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause we had a keyboardist who was is well-versed in R and B and funk and all that. Uh, but then as we started progressing, I realized like I sit more in that pop rock or, we're starting to dub it dark rock or dark pop is what we're talking about right now. It's I like, feel yeah. like that
0: could be really fun and kind of ominous. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. It is that.
3: It is fun and ominous. That is the thing. That's, that's a beer I name. Get you.
2: That's a beer name. Right here, and oh, yeah, fun Let's and ominous. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That we got to remember.
0: Dark pop.
2: Dark pop. Yeah. See, oh, we just tried it out for the first time publicly. Yeah. So yeah, that, really. that worked all right. Maybe Listen, it's going
0: all six of our listeners. Oh are now
2: know yeah. what dark pop. Dark pop is. Is. You guys <laughs> watch out for it. dark pop. There's going to be a beer line. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started realizing that's where I'm going and that's where he's going, and we parted ways. And that's when uh, Daniel eventually joined the band. Uh, we did. We toured to the Middle East and back. Like we were <sighs> hustling our asses off. Um, and and yeah, so that's why I was excited when he was excited uh, to bring this thing back together. Uh, here, back in January, we started uh, January 2022, and a little bit of the road right now, and then we're setting up some things to our hopefully 2023 back to it, to and anyway. fro.
0: How do you make that that decision? I mean, you just said you toured to the Middle East and and, and back. <laughs> You've also talked about you know the dark time when you're like right, I'm gonna lose my house. Like, I mean, right? Some, <laughs> that takes a lot of courage to be like I'm going all out. Yeah. On this idea. I mean, you know, like I, I'm, small, I'm a small business owner. I get jumping off the cliff, but not to that extreme, right. <laughs> um, you know, and look, I'm married rich. I've got a teacher for a wife. Well so you know, <laughs> nice. I never have fears. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, just I, I guess what what gives you the courage, <laughs> the gall to be like, screw it. We're traveling all over the world and we're going to make this thing
2: happen. <laughs> yeah. we, I we mean, have because, a, you
0: know, music is like sports,
2: right? Everybody wants to be a pro. Yeah, and nobody. But like
0: 1% make it. Gets yeah. it.
2: Yes, exactly. I think it's multiple levels. And I think it's a great question. Um, one level is a friend of ours named Keelan Donovan uh, that we met like on tour, just brilliant songwriter. He's found his way and he's signed to Megan Trainers label now, writes for a huge artists, does all this stuff. And I was asking him, I was like, how did you make it? He goes. I was. I think I was just dumb enough to believe I could make it. You mm. know. So I think I still have that ignorance, maybe, right. if you want. Of like, I I still think there's a. I still think there's a chance. You so know you're what what saying, saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, but the other part is honestly one of the hardest parts um, of ending the band was was my boys. Uh, so my my oldest just started college. Uh, he's up in Toledo now, and uh, and my youngest is is nine. He just turned nine. But one thing we keep trying to instill in them, sorry, I'm starting to get emotional even thinking about, it, but, um, one thing we've tried to instill in them is this idea that you can accomplish what you put your heart out and in, in the work in, you know, like all the work ethic and all that right. we're, we're business owners. We run a commercial cleaning company as well, that kind of stuff. So they're, they're seeing day to day, like if you want to build something, you can, if you put it in there, put the work in right. and you make the sacrifices, all that. And that honestly was one of the hardest things of telling my oldest who had gone on tour with us at this point. He was like 14, 15 at the time. We'd taken on tour, the tours we could, you know, all that kind of stuff. And telling him that, that I can't make it. Like quitting. And I remember like that's what made me like break down and cry. Serious dad guilt. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> so are my kids just going to look like at me like, oh, he's full of shit, yeah, you know, or yeah, whatever. Right, yeah. um, to the point where he, I guess, through Jenny uh, discovered that that was a concern. He actually came out to the porch and he like told me he was like, I'm not disappointed. I saw all the things you did. I saw the work you put into it. And so I think part of it is still a drive um, to set that example. Now that I saw opportunities open back up, yeah. you know, and as we rekindle, you um, our relationships but I think it's also a fresh perspective too it's like I don't want to ever get back to the point we were trying to do things in a smarter way you know like learn from some of the mistakes um and really trying to build a better team I think I was so dependent on myself at that time like as the band leader it's all on me I think at the end of the day you can blame me that's great but if the shit's gonna really pop off it's gonna be the agents we work with the other bands excuse me in, in really all the relationships, the producers, the record label, our newest song just got signed by a label out of Nashville. And it's like learning how to build a better team because this isn't going to happen just with my, you know, sheer force of will. Uh, so, <laughs>
3: yeah. so basically, it you might know, like he was glasses. saying, you know. <laughs> What's that? It might with those glasses. You like that? Well, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. My girl's glasses are <laughs> uh,
1: fancy as fuck, I just going to say. Well, thank, it. thank you. Thank you. Um, so it's, it, what he was saying, you know, that process, it was a learning experience. Yeah, I mean you, you, you you took those bumps, you learned those lessons, and you're going forward. You're like, okay, let's not do it this way, or you have a different perspective. It's like you know, it, it's like we talked about on your podcast. It's fucking life, right? You know, like you, what you, are you going to do now? You, you can you can have a setback and 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 cry about it, <laughs> which I did.
5: <laughs> but, but but you <laughs> know what? But you know what?
1: You're like, okay, I'm going to jump back on this on this pony and right. and, and keep it moving. So. Well,
2: one thing we've discussed a lot, I think both Daniel and I have been on kind of a walk, our own walkabouts, if you will. Would you call it that? Like, yeah, spiritual journey for lack of better term. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like we, I think, and you, I'll let you share as far as your part, but I think I had to grow a lot. Yeah. Um, And I I just wonder if that time was needed as well. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, in retrospect, if I, the point I hit, I wish I would have said, hey guys, we need to pause for a minute. I need to figure some of this shit out. Uh, but let's see what we can do in the meantime. But we're not touring, you know. And, right. But still, build the brand and right. still invest in our fans It's still, because I think that would have been a better choice. But nonetheless, uh, like it is. Sometimes what it is you
0: got to have those. You got to learn from those bad choices too. I mean, right? I, you know, coaches always say they hate the you know <laughs> the emotional. What are, what is the uh, the the loss with the lesson? Yeah, you know, they don't like those. But
5: <laughs> right, <laughs>
2: but, but it's you, true. But like I, it. I really. I, it was valuable. Like, I don't think I had the maturity I needed to do that right. at the time. Right. Where now, hopefully, that maturity will apply itself to whatever other shit happens, because shit's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, speaking of shit happening,
1: Nick. Really? What?
0: Mystery Beers. Mystery, mystery beers. beers. Sponsored by KC Communications and Media
1: Matters. Oh, yeah! shout out to KC Communications and Media Matters. We have a sponsor for our Mystery Beers. You. This is the mystery beer bag. Nice. It's from a golf course, as you can tell.
2: It's very lovely. It's nice. <laughs> I need you. Just keep talking. we am going to get a picture. We right?
1: don't. We don't know what golf course because uh, uh, shout out to. Uh, I feel
2: like I'm going to do a pool though
1: Anthony before Anthony, we Anthony find Anthony out. Did. Well, we we could do we make a fundraiser. Yeah, know?
0: we're going to do a fundraiser pool. My
1: boy Tony got it from a golf course. It ended up at my house uh, during COVID. He never got it back, but he hasn't <laughs> told us where the where, the, well, where it, was it came from. COVID wasn't it? Who knows? I just, feel like uh, we had that from it, the beginning. At this, at this point. Who knows? Who cares?
5: (laughs) (laughs) One of these days he's gonna come
1: on on the show. We're gonna get the story how the how he procured the golf bag. We have a lot of guesses, but I don't know. So when we started the podcast, you you know this, um, Nick wasn't much of a beer guy. Now he's a savant. Uh, Let's not go that far. But we still he's like, but if you want, to, so I always break out beers and Nick go on. I'll be like, yeah, go on. So now it's just kind of a shit we do, and it's fun to you know break out something new. So you get to pick out the new. You know what, Miguel? No, I, I, okay, Daniel, yeah. I, the, the fireball drinker, just pull one out. Oh, of <laughs>
0: Everybody wants the D to pull Without, one out.
1: <laughs> can't wait! Can't, I, I can't wait this. for that for that festival. Daniel's like, oh geez. man. Wow, so what, what you gonna do? You're gonna he's either te- gonna
0: he's either gonna walk out and say this was a fun show or I hate these guys. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so what you are gonna do? You're gonna tell us what beer it is. What brew it's from, and try not to read the ABV if, 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 if even if the the alcohol content. But you can tell who, what, where is it
3: from? Uh, New Glarus Brewing Company. Very good. And it's two women.
1: What's that's the name of the beer? Two women. Oh, okay. There we yeah. yeah. All right. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know all, the, the, all the jokes I, are flowing, Well there. no, I've never I, but I've Ooh. never been in a position to somebody who doesn't really drink to be like, Okay, crack that open and pour pour some beer. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead. You don't have to drink it, brother.
3: No, I thought you were making a joke about the two women. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: That's no. where I thought you were going with no, it. No, 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 no. Especially it was, with it, it got awkward because I'm like <laughs> yeah. and well yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. Not too much. You gotta you gotta share it around a little bit. Oh, here we go. There we go. Give, give something to Miguel over there or just give him that one. That's fine. Or give him that. That's a clean glass. It doesn't matter. There go. There it is. So what was it while he, while he's pouring?
0: What was it that drew you back? Like like there had to be something that you realized was missing or there was something that was like, that I got to get back to that.
2: There, there are several moments, but I think one of the ones that stood out to me at the time, I, I, I've always been an entrepreneur. I owned a roofing company in the past and done all that. So I, my, oh, so
0: digging a hole wasn't good enough for you, right. but, but you're cool with <laughs>
2: climbing on a house <laughs> and getting, you know, roasted <laughs> right. at 110 degrees. I've done a lot of weird shit, but, um, I planned on buying into a friend of mine's landscape business. That's how I got roped into the landscaping thing. And so that's, that was going to be my, you know, I'm just going for the money at this point. And I've been doing it for about a year trying to learn it. I wasn't really skilled at it at all. I mean, there's a huge learning curve uh, with what I was trying to do. And I'm thinking, I got to run this thing. And one day the truck, like something with the truck broke down, something with the machine broke down. I'm sitting down in front of, uh, what is that? O'Kelly's, o- No, O'Reilly's. Yeah, I'm out front of O'Reilly's. And I called my wife and I was like, I can't do this shit. I can't do it. <laughs> I was like, there's always shit. No matter what you do, there's shit. Yeah. So I'd rather enjoy the rest of it And I hate this. Like, I just was like, it just all erupted out of me. And my wife was like, again, she's like, I knew that that was going to be the case. I just knew you're stubborn enough that you had to go (laughs) down this path. I was like, I got to figure out a fucking way. They always know before we do. Yes. And she, I think she just learned with me. Daniel spent enough time with me. I'm pretty hard headed. And uh, (laughs) to where sometimes it has to be my idea at some point. I'm trying to grow. See? Yeah. All along
3: the way,
1: Daniel, you poured pray. that. You poured that beer. Did you smell it? Yeah. Mm. What'd you think?
3: I thought it smelled fine. <laughs> fine.
1: Are you gonna taste it at all? You yeah. plan on tasting it? Well, let's try. Taste. What was our style here? Um, I'm not sure what the style is. Hmm. Let me grab the can. It's tasty. It is. Let's see if I can read this shit right here. Uh, Scott.
3: Uh, oh, that is tasty.
1: Let's see what, we're change, changing lives
2: one beer at a time. I'm not really
0: a beer drinker. He's going to walk out of here and be like, I'm hey, going to
3: walk out with, never mind. He'll be, the, he'll be the
2: new third member of Beers and. Things. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: one guy, I can't read that shit. There's a lot going on. Can you read it? I'm going to say, because we always, we like, we like to guess the ABV. Yes. You know, um, to me, that's like a 5.6 probably. Fruited wheat beer. That's that's you know my. They're calling it a lager. Okay. Is it fruited though? It's very fruity.
3: That's why. Uh, so poor. Nice. That's why I'm into it. Poor font
0: choices. I'm gonna say that.
1: You like it because it's fruity. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I'm, did you did you try that stout though? You like chocolate.
3: Love chocolate.
1: You need. You haven't even touched that. And that's pretty, that was a wise choice because now it's warmed up a little bit. You can get so all the flavors out of it. it. Get the real stout <laughs> going. So Miguel, while while he tries to figure out what the hell is on that can,
2: this is just it's I'm a not, weird it's I'm a weird, weird question for me.
1: Because as a person who who is like an average like karaoke singer <laughs> I'm with at, you. At what point yeah, I mean there's certain songs <laughs> I can fucking kill it. There's certain certain songs I should not be doing. At what point in your life did you realize what age you're like, oh I can sing?
2: It was um uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Yeah. So I was traumatized when I was a kid because I got to be I had to sing some lead in something in elementary school uh-huh. and like kids made fun of me I felt like an idiot and it was just bad so I concluded I did not sing. Wow. Uh, the girl I was dating with at the time when I was 17, uh, she was an incredible singer and I was starting to write songs. I was already getting into music but I already had it in my head I'm not a singer. And uh, I said, hey, there's a talent show coming up. Um, I want I want you to sing this song that I wrote. And so I, I'm singing it for her. I'm all in my feelings, you know, like singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> and I look up and she's got tears coming down her eyes. And she goes, I'm not going to sing that song. And I was wow. like, wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Damn. And this isn't going the way I hoped. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this sucks. I got to break up with her now. This is... But, um, but no, she goes, You have to sing that song. She's like, That was beautiful. And I was like, well, I can't sing. And she's like, yeah, you can. And uh, she's, I've always, almost all the women I've ever known or been with, it's like, they're very strong minded, opinionated, they're going to tell you what they think. And that's kind of her personality too. She wouldn't just like sugarcoat it. And so then I ended up performing for like the talent show and, you know, a bunch of people loved it, all that kind of stuff. And choir teachers are mad at me. They're like, why didn't you ever join choir? It's like, I didn't know I can sing. We need
1: to find those, those kids who made fun of you and just, you know, yeah. reach out to them. Hey bitches. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, fuckers? It's, it's
2: Miguel. <laughs> we got to get that first gold record. Then it can be like, what's up fuckers? <laughs> Sample that. It was, like, it was a song about a cat named Don Gato is what I remember. Really? Still, yeah. But that was about it. And I had like, had this weird wound in my nose from like, Fucking around on a playground or something. I don't know. What. I, yeah, but There was a bunch of layers that just made it bad. <laughs> 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 dark, dark pop. Dark, dark pop.
3: That's where it's from. The dark pop is making some trauma. This, <laughs> so now, this, now this, you're singing about a dog instead a cat. <laughs> 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 We're going to tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, I'll have to rope it into one of the songs. yeah. yeah, that yeah. Daniel, how was, that? how was that stout, the Mexican chocolate?
3: Man, I had a little bit of it, and It was confusing. I really? felt confused about everything that was happening. <laughs> Why everything? is that? Was I that love a, that Was answer. that a good confusion? It was. It's confused. It's like right in the middle because there are like parts of it that I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's kind of smooth. You got the chocolatey. But then there was something else. Where I was like, this is really like rich and bitter. And like I felt pulled in two different directions. I didn't know like. You know what? I that, didn't know how to feel about it. I was just like. does that have some spice in it though?
0: It, it does. But I'll also say too like. For someone who's never had a stout. That's a strong entrance into the stout world. No, that's that's yeah, a great
1: that's description. No you know, he's like confused. I mean, that's fair because that's a that's like can, that's not jumping
0: with a fireball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Fair, for me. fair point.
1: Fair point. I just but you didn't the dislike stuff. it though.
3: No, it wasn't a immediate dislike. It was just like a, yeah. what's going on. So that's 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 good
1: though. I mean, you know, as as a beer person, you know, trying to get coach people up into beer, that's that's an honest unvarnished you know thought about it which i love you're like i don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I yeah. but i don't dislike it because that does for a style has a lot of things going on there's a lot going yeah, on. yeah i think there's some chilies in there because it, it's a mexican chocolate so it's gonna okay. have a little bit of spice to it so you know get on you look this is this is the first a newbie Comes into the studio and look at those wings. Start to <laughs> spread my wings.
2: <laughs> well, and I, what's funny though is the depth at which you described the flavor. I'm like, there's people been drinking beer for years. They're not going to describe flavor like yeah, that. They're like, like, that's good. <laughs> you're ready to drink some high quality beer. Yeah, I appreciate you graduated that. from Fireball, my friend.
5: Yes,
0: I, I would have hoped what, so what, by now. What would the Fireball of beer be?
2: <laughs> Natty Light.
1: That bullshit we had in Pittsburgh, remember that? That it was that it was that cider, the Angry Orchard cider, where they tried oh to they God. tried to make it like a like an eight percenter. Like I appreciate the really. effort. It was awful. It was I appreciate awful. the effort. It, it just imagine an, Angry Orchard cider. If you just put some fireball in it, but with,
0: <laughs> well, I actually, say it's like that's it's, act-
1: you know what that—that's actually a drink. It's called—it's called Angry Balls. That's what it's called. That's it's, awesome a, it's, it's an actual thing. You go to a bar, it can be Angry I Balls. I like some lowbrow shit. I'm gonna lie.
2: I,
5: I that's that's fine, but that,
0: <laughs> it's like they took their Angry Orchard, and then they added like juice box sweetness to it. Uh,
2: (laughs) See, I, that's the problem with the angry orchard. It's just so sweet. Like the kind of ciders I like, it's more the drier ones that it was a good effort to try to
0: make a high ABV cider. Like I, I liked the idea of it, but man, it was like a pound of sugar in that 12 ounce can.
1: So what, what was your entry into obviously you, you go to breweries, so they're gonna make you drink some of their beer.
0: Right? So,
2: so, so you're kind of like, the, I better drink all the beer. Right, right, say right. It. It's awesome. You. So you're kind of into, into the craft beer. What
1: was what was your gateway? Do you remember? Because everybody drank some shit when they were younger, right? Was was something that you were like, oh, this is this is way better than you know. The, well, first, what was the shit beer? Probably natty or something, right? Uh, yeah,
2: shit beer was like. Bud Light or Natty, you know, whatever you could find when you're in high school, kind of thing. Uh, whatever my uncle would give me. Um, it's right. the <laughs> first time I put that one out there publicly. Right. My no. mom doesn't listen to this. Kid, kids don't try that at home. <laughs> She'd be like, what the hell? is like, mom's a long time ago. Um, but, but yeah, I would say the gateway, honestly, was Boulevard Wheat. Um, I know it's not like in, in the realm of craft beers now, like that's so that's, staple. It's right? still the entry. But it, yeah. yeah, it like I was like, oh, this is something that you can sit and really enjoy with like, and so from there, just kind of branching out. And then while we go, like when we were on tour or when we like travel with my family, like always try to stop in random places. If we find like a cool brewery and try things out. Yeah. Um, I would say one of my favorite locally is the red from uh river bluff brewery. Okay. So like that's yeah. the one, cause that's, I was keto for like two years. One thing that brought me back was I loved beer and I missed it, but, <laughs> 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 but, um, excuse me. But they were actually a gateway to get me back into drinking beer because I was having a lot of, I mean, TMI, but a lot of GI issues. And that's one reason I went keto is just try to like elimination diet, try right. to figure out what the hell is going on. Right. Um, so I did that for like two years and I played there and I had the red because I was like, I can't be here and not drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this
1: is so damn good. Yeah, they, would and not, I, they would not invite you back if you didn't want to drink. Right.
2: Beer. Yeah. And I, <laughs> but I drank it all night. I felt great. Like woke up the next day, didn't feel like how I used to feel right. if I drink certain beers and talking, I think Chris is the owner up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to him. They were just talking about the kind of grains they use. Because yeah. and, and, I was just asking him, why is that the case? Right. You know, and and learning, too, is just like wines. There's like shitty wine that you get massive headaches the next day. Right. And then there's incredible wines that are still at a decent price point. Where it's just well made. Right. And it, it does it makes a difference for your body. So that's one reason I do actually like some of the more micro brews because I think there's more care that get oh, absolutely. that gets put into absolutely. it than yeah. your that's like your that's macros. the art of
3: the art of beer making. Yeah. I've learned so much just now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just <listening>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's time for him to experience his first wine drunk.
5: Yes. Uh, I don't no. think
2: we've drank wine together. We have. We have? Yeah, we have. When? I just don't remember it. You just don't remember <laughs> Jenny does. So it's already Jenny happened. Does. It's already happened. How, how did you guys link up?
3: Uh, yeah, friend of a friend. Who? Someone. Or, I can't remember who. I think it could have been Ben.
2: Well, it, I think it was Ben McBee.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. he told you to hit me up or something.
2: That's right. I think it was. What's funny is he actually, when I was taking a video, I saw he just texted me. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because we were looking for people to try out and then.
3: Yeah. yeah, I was I was out and around just playing, yeah. and got hit up, and I I was like, all right, cool, yeah, I'll try it. I'll see what's up, and I like wanted to be in like an original like band, kind of like just like growing close from the start, right? And it had that it had it was like a funky rock thing at the time, so that felt like a cool space to sit in. experiment with and then we just got together the sound started shifting it started becoming more of that like rock pop alternative thing and
1: dark pop yeah dark pop. we haven't got
3: dark pop is a new emergence. it's a (laughs) (laughs) it's a new discovery for us but um i love it what i really enjoyed about like about connecting with miguel and being in run with it was the mental focus the mindset because a lot of times um that's really what's going to help you be able to progress and grow is like are you do you have the focus are you able to apply consistency and everything and are you really to willing to learn about the space you're trying to be in more and more so you can like make the necessary connections and in, in the moves and everyone was super hungry and down to do the work and it wasn't those situations where there's a group but one person's really doing everything and everyone's right. kind of getting together chilling it wasn't that so I was like I was excited about that experience more than like anything else. It's always fun to write songs and play music, but like that type of process like really like made it for me. Yeah, you know when you talk about that focus, you know who you sound like. Who? Your
1: dad. <laughs> you just told the story about your dad. How your dad's like? If you want to do this? You gotta have that focus, right? Yeah. Bro, you well, bro, <laughs> you yeah. Just, you just challenge your dad right there. Challenge your dad. <laughs> oh man, yep. Well, no, I think we're we're having like a moment here with, with, with Mr. Daniel. We're yep. having a bunch of wing flying. You know, he's growing some wings. I love like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are just
0: never really like. You're not gonna be satisfied. That's you're just good gonna to keep pushing more. Yeah. Oh, that's
3: fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
1: that's a good way to say it. So do you do you have like a because obviously you've been you've been you've been on the drums for a minute.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You got a bunch of different bands. Is there is there a certain like genre or style that you you gravitate more? Obviously, what you you guys are doing dark right pop. here. But <laughs> obviously, he likes the dark pop. Yeah. But you know, personally, is what you guys doing. It, it seems like it's fitting you very well. Mm-hmm. Is 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 it a vibe for you? That's why you're talking the way you are about this new band. We're not new band, but you know, the bands back together as they say, you know?
3: Yeah, there is, there is a vibe. What I, what I like is also the exploration piece of it, of like discovering, like and trying to create a different kind of sound and really trying to not fall into like, you know, the kind of, the type of thing that you kind of usually commonly hear, like still make it, you know, accessible to as many people as we can, but, like, still finding something that's, like, unique. And it's a hard, like, thing to do. It's a hard code to crack, I guess, but um, I think that's that's where it's at for me as far as, like, that that piece of it.
2: Yeah, our time in the studio, we, we got a lot of going back and forth now as we write together. That's one thing that's different from our last iteration. We're calling this like, what was this Run With It 3.0? Is that what we're on? <laughs> yeah. Run With It 3.0, <laughs> where I used to kind of write in isolation and then bring it to the band. And they kind of, it was like I brought the skeletons they put on the flesh mm-hmm. and the skin. Mm-hmm. Where now we're like creating the Frankenstein, if you will, like from the scratch together where we're all in a room our our guitarist is also our producer Matt Richards who's in Nashville being cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but so we're getting together and it's like digging on each other like where where is something different there? Like where can we find something fresh instead of this common thing that we keep falling back into. Where I remember at the studio we were in the West Bottoms for a while working in the studio there and uh do you remember this day where I wasn't getting a rhythm of like a melody yeah. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. remember like, yeah, I remember, yeah that. <laughs> I remember that. It's like all my life, Miguel. But, um, and Every I'm like, day. and I said, I had the guitar in my hand. We're working on it. I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just put it away. I'll go home and work on it. He's like, no, work on it now. Work on it now, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And you were like, damn, you're tapping me on my nose like this. You're like, like this, keep, <laughs> keep going. And just like tapping and tapping is like, Miguel, you're gonna get this new thing you can't do. Uh, uh, well, but what's,
1: it, what's that like when, you know, you want to go home and work on it, but somebody's right. like, no motherfucker doing it now. Well, and what's I think that like for
2: you? I It's unsettling, but I'm excited by it. Cause it's almost like you said, like the uh, not satisfied where one conversation we have right now is that if we want different results, we have to do different things period. And so it's like, we're realizing pretty much all the steps that we're taking, we're having to get uncomfortable. And it's like, I know, I know we won't grow. I know I won't grow like it helped. It honestly helped me in songwriting, but it made me go home and think like, where else am I doing that? Where else am I? Like I have the opportunity in front of me to grow, but I'm like, nah, maybe I'll just like go home and you know, fuck off or something instead (laughs) of actually do this thing. Um, so yeah, I think for me it's almost, it's unsettling, but the whole process has been exciting because we're starting to touch into something, a new sound for, of the songs are working for 2023. Uh, we have one array ready to drop in January, and then we're, we're working on the rest that are going to come out. And uh, to where it's like walking away where I feel like all of us have like a more like a connection to it, I would say. Yeah. And excitement for it. And just a fresher sound, more of what we want as opposed to what we what kind of happened, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense
0: is that discomfort you just talked about is that similar though kind of a similar story to when you walked away i'm like you needed you need that discomfort like you needed that time
1: right maybe yeah Yeah, it it kind of it it kind of reminds me in beer so shout out to my dudes uh zz hops homebrew club so they do this thing every year for the people in in the club where they do like an ingredients draft like it's a draft so you got Mm. you got to pick the ingredients and whatever you get, you got to make a beer out of it.
2: That's kind of cool.
1: And, and, <laughs> and some of the shit is like Kool-Aid. It was just some random shit. And so some of the guys are like, what the fuck am I going to do? But you have to make a beer. Right. You have to make a beer.
0: So many of those guys are so creative, though.
1: And, and But to your point, you're uncomfortable. You're like, I've never used, you know, whatever rhubarb. Or something like that—a
2: rhubarb beer. Yeah, you know Daniel, what I'm saying. Dan, you in? You
1: in on that one? Yeah, I love me some rhubarb. You gonna drink that
2: one?
3: Are you trying to take
1: it? I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm gone. Don't tell
0: me you, you want to
5: drink it. You can't. Yeah. Sorry, I cut but, off your off. No, top, but, but but
1: to your point, I mean, being uncomfortable with throwing some new ingredients—that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. Adding these new ingredients to what you already know, you're like, no, I like my old ingredients. Now, bitch, you need to use this. <laughs> so you know, it, in a bad way, that's you know. We're gonna make dark pop a thing, right? I mean, that's dark pop. Dark, dark pop. Well, <laughs> let's
0: talk, let's talk about the progression of, into dark pop. What what is dark pop?
1: Yeah, for those who the uninitiated, what, what, how would you
0: guys <laughs> and describe? By, by the uninitiated, all of us,
1: <laughs> the
2: entire world.
1: But,
0: is, that, is it a grape popsicle? Well, I feel like I feel like it's grape. It yeah. could be. Maybe I that feel would be like. our, on our first
3: fire. I feel like dark pop is like more so of a focus of a certain tone of storytelling like here's a here's a type of experience that we as people go through we we go through these dark spaces and whatnot these unsettling uncomfortable type of areas and so that's where the that's where what the kind of sound and tone would reflect but like pop like the pop part of it, it would still be like this kind of more upbeat thing this progressive like dancy like not necessarily defeated, but I'm still even though I'm going through this dark stuff, I'm still like vibing, doing my thing, like moving forward. And that's why I feel like those two ideas yeah blend together with what we're trying to do. Cause we do like high energy shows. We love to have fun and jump jumping, around. Like on fire. Yeah, but also <laughs> there's a serious like story being told as okay, well. There's you. a serious like experience and um trials that people go through that were like trying to have a conversation about at the same time. So it's a weird thing to balance, but dark pop felt really close.
2: Yeah.
0: What, what was it that, that, that started that transition that brought that, that storytelling in?
2: Well, it's funny cause uh, it's been kind of a progression. Cause even the song, we have one coming out uh, September 20th. I don't know when this, when's this going to drop? Uh, I'm gonna, At I'm gonna, I'm point. gonna,
0: say, I'm gonna say we're dropping on Friday of this week. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but, so you know, I, I only missed by three days the last
2: time. <laughs> I'm like a month behind right now in mine. So, um, but, but, but it's, yeah, it's so still Nigel's fault. However, it happened, it was still his fault. I of think course. it's fair. I think it's fair. You always got to blame somebody, <laughs> <laughs> and never blame yourself. I mean, literally. that's the biggest takeaway. I think we can all have. From this. Shows uh, over. Show's over cheers everybody. to you. <laughs> but so um, you waiters. But I think that's it's been the progression of the songwriting, uh, like even the song we we have the one that's coming out. It's called "At Least You Tried," and it's it's like the picture of fear. Like the verses are the picture of fear and how it holds you back and what it looks like, and then it, it transitions to this idea. But what if you could accomplish the things that good, you good are song by the way? You, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Good thank song, you, by the way. Yeah. And so we're you know so that it's like this heavy topic, but with a hope tinge. But there's like some darkness sprinkled in. <laughs> we're like uh, January, January uh, we have one called It's Not Over. It's like a picture of someone like like on the last leg in like a boxing match and, and then standing up in front of the crowd and just saying like, fuck you, I'm going to win kind of yeah. thing. Like I'm going to do this thing. And so that's where those two are, are. It's like our gateway to dark pop. And then what we're working on in the studio is going even deeper into that with more, I think even the stuff we're working on more has more of a dance vibe to it. Like one day we were like, it's kind of, we feel like maybe it's like Kanye, if he had a rock band and a singer, it's kind of <laughs> like, just cause yeah. we love those sounds and those tones. Uh, but even Kanye is a great example that I'm not comparing us to Kanye, by the way, I don't want anyone to say that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's a great example, uh, artistically of dealing with some heavy shit, yeah. but like stuff that you just can't stop moving to that connects with you and moves you and in some way excites you. Um, but it what's funny is it was coined Friday night.
5: Mm-hmm. I, I
2: there's got to be other dark pop bands out there
3: though. I is, mean, there's got to be another I'm thing. not saying we're the originators of dark yeah. pop. That's a thing. It's like a thing.
1: <laughs> no. well, First, the, I was going to ask the, you so yeah. like the phrase, the, the phrase you guys are the originators. Who's who's an
2: artist that, that you think would fits be done that? I think Billie Eilish is a, a great example of dark pop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cuz yeah. there's some yeah, dark, for sure. sometimes disturbing, but you can't those beats out of your head. You just Phineas got the beats going where you're just like Think Billie Eilish is
3: yeah, a good example.
1: Yeah, but I'm not sure she is there much upbeat but what she does. You it's know, you know, you know, you know who might you, yeah. you know who might be might be that um Halsey. Halsey, yeah. Okay, that's she'll do example. some she'll do some up tempo things. You're like, yeah. "Oh," and then you you'd see the words, you're like, "Oh, shit. She has
2: got some angst."
5: And you can feel it in her voice, <laughs> yes. you know? Oh, Halsey,
2: she's great. Um, but yeah, as our our bass player uh this we're we're basically we have a bunch of different bass players right now. We're four piece, but no one who's like the bass player yet uh but one of them we were grabbing drinks friday night one he's gone out on a few shows on the road with us and stuff and um he was just saying like he's like yeah the new stuff i'm listening to he's like the only thing i can think of is dark pop i love it and i like all of a sudden i was like maybe that's maybe that's what
3: math is what we are
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then daniel shared the same thing they had a similar conversation too so
3: yeah it really like kind of came forward whenever we're in this in the studio just like just messing around with sounds and ideas and then came across this sound. I was like, Oh yeah, that's it. No, yeah. That feels like what we're trying to say. And yeah. yeah. And then now the dark pop stuff starts popping up. It's like, yep. It's all coming <laughs> well, together. It so, sounds like this all really comes from, from a very personal place for all of you. I mean, like these,
0: yes. if there's, if there's a theme to the whole conversation, today, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, well, these it, are the stories that you're, 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 you're pulling from. I mean, is right. that intentional or is that just what happens?
2: Yeah, I think for me, the best, I feel like I've shared this with you a ton, where it's like when I'm in the studio, I'm almost like scratching at the surface of like more of who I am and more of what I'm trying to create, where it's like, it's almost like a, the whole process is a personal battle. um, And I think a, a battle of personal growth in a way. So I think that's where great... All, all the artists, I think that I connect with the most. You feel like this sense of authenticity, but they found a way to put it in a language that connects with you and you and you. You know, like each person in their own way as and I, well. And I've know. been
1: listening to you since we met you. Oh, and nice, definitely. Everything you do is very. I'm like, man, he's gonna do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man.
5: <laughs>
1: so, uh, d- d- and that, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with the dark pop, bro. Right? I'm with it. Right. Um, it's time for another mystery beer. Do Ooh. It.
2: Mystery beer. So what's mystery, your, what's your, before we get to that one, what's your opinion on that? Which one do you want to share? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll,
1: I'll share
2: that
1: one. <laughs> Miguel, you get to do the honors, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to do the drop one more time.
3: I'll share the two women. Mystery, sponsored by. J.C. <laughs>
0: communications and Media right, Matters. Media
1: Matters. There's a there's an opener to bo- in the bottle of in the bottom of that bag for and that. You're gonna need that. So why why he's fucking with that bottle? Yeah. What's uh what are you listening to? What's 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 on your aside from what you guys do, what who are you who are you vibing with right
3: now, Daniel? Oh man, who am I vibing with? Um there was this band Good Morning Um Bedlam that like I recently discovered. And it was just a friend, like I was what happened is I was playing a show in Iowa, a wedding or whatever, and there was this friend who was, like, she was jogging. She ran by, and then she messaged me on Instagram and was saying, hey, I just saw you. Have fun at your show or whatever. And then and then I was just like, um, cool, I haven't seen this person in a, in a while or whatever, so I was just, like, looking on a story and saw she shared this post of this band, so I listened to them, and I was like, hey, this band's super dope. They're, like, this, got this indie like indie rock vibe and I was just listening to them and then Yeah. That's just kind of the band I'm vibing with right now. They have this song called Salt that's like okay wild. <laughs>
1: well well I'll put that in the show notes. And any relation to J. Cole.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I never oh man. About that. I never about that. <laughs> no I mean, relation it'd be it'd be dope if you were. No relation to yeah, nice. J. Cole personally. I just know <laughs> my homie um X V who I play drums for. He's a hip hop artist. Um, him and J. Cole have a relationship. Oh, like, no I've shit. seen them on podcast on a radio show together, um, just going back and forth, rapping and freestyling. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's a great lyricist. That's,
2: That's what I saw why, when, uh, was, it, was it J. Cole? Or which magazine that they wished XV a happy birthday? I can't remember, was that XXL? J. Cole? Or? Oh, it was XXL. That's yeah. right. Okay, never mind.
1: So um, you have to tell us what beer oh. we're drinking. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's, one, a it's phenomenal. Beer. Yeah, it's one of my it's one of my favorite okay. beers. Okay, so it's La Fin du Monde. You, you know, Did that, say that you right? know, you know what that means? No, end of the world. Oh, nice. <laughs> Man, this, this dark my, pop theme, dark, thing dark is pop, is, bro, is popping off. This might be two shows in
0: a row we've had this one.
1: <laughs> no, that is not true. I like this. Who else had that beer? Didn't we just drink this beer? No, I only brought one bottle.
2: Anyway, <laughs> we digress. We're gonna, we'll fuss but later there's about. A, it.
0: There's a dark pop moment. I'm <laughs> remembering things that didn't happen.
2: <laughs> it's so good. It like it went into last week for you. I experienced you. The, yeah, end yeah, of yeah. the world yeah. twice. <laughs> so you might like this one. It's
1: it's 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 from Europe. Okay. Um, you can't really you don't see that beer very often anywhere. Mm-hmm. The only place I know you can get in Kansas City on tap is shout out to Anton's in Kansas City. If you've never been there, yes, that's the only place fun. I've ever seen it on tap, and it's got the the most gothic tap handle um, ever. The tap handle's like a foot high and it's a dragon. And just just fucking <laughs> dope. <laughs> just get the beard you, to see Do you grab the dragon out. by yeah. the tail? <laughs> Say it again? Do you
0: grab the dragon by the tail?
1: Uh, there's, it's, it's by the wings, actually. <laughs> by the wings. Cheers. Um, we, ne- we didn't guess the ABV on any of these, so it doesn't really the matter. The
0: ABV was not on the... Uh, on the two
1: the two women? The two women. Okay. Okay. Um, the juice went At this point, it doesn't really matter. At this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But at, what? <laughs> what do you? Look, it's the end of the oh, world. What oh. <laughs> does not matter? Okay, he made it. Look, damn. Made it, it better be it. high.
2: That's all we Look. need to know. At the end of the world, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess. That's the least his least favorite thus far, for sure. Because he's his face, <laughs> his face. You know, your face talks. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You did not like that. You're not at all.
0: hiding behind the drum set right now.
1: Because that's more that's that's more <laughs> right. of a of uh, a beer style that. Once you get into beer, that, that's not something I would start you off with. So, okay, so, you got to work so, your way to that. Beer. So the first one had had you know, had the kind of the fruitiness, you know.
3: I like fruity sweetness. Yeah. So yeah. So that's just what it is. But it, but
1: you know what though, you know, it's okay.
3: Yeah. You know. Yeah. It,
1: everything's not for everybody. As, and your beer taste will change. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you, you know, I'm surprised when you guys were all you know from. Across the water, that you didn't end up on some weird shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, gosh. where we were at, we were
2: playing a the LOD Air Force Base. So it was basically like they set up an American bar, like right. So you felt like you were in America, even though you're in the middle of the desert, yeah. like in Doha. Wow. Uh, it was kind of a, a strange experience. They had like American clubs. So they tried so much to recreate home right. for the soldiers. So we didn't get as much as that like, completely foreign experience, which I'm hoping we get, I'm hoping soon that opens back up for us, so. So, Are you hitting the
0: roads again?
2: Hmm? Yeah, we've done some stuff, kind of like two, three hour radius, well, no, even Kentucky, we went out to Kentucky, did a show, we're headed to Houston, Uh, we have a showcase down there, um, and then playing Tulsa Hard Rock on November 11th, uh, for anyone who's listening out in Tulsa. Okay. Or is it 11th or 18th? Shit. Well, Check cool. runwithaband.net for the calendar. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> so we're starting to do more of that. And then 2023, trying to build some tours already, East Coast, and get back. I I don't foresee anything next year, like, internationally. If something does happen, it would just be more like, oh, shit, this thing opened up. Right. But I hope, like, for us, we want to get back. Like, we want to be an international brand and, and be out there. Right. Where, where did the name come from? Um, I've been told it's a really dumb story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> By an old lady at a coffee shop. She asked the same question. I told her this story and she goes, you really should just come up with a better story and lie.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been able to do that. So essentially, like
2: for like a week, we're texting back and forth. This is pre-Daniel. And uh, it was just band name after band name. Could not agree or found out like 10 other bands. Had the same name. Yeah, the same name. And so I sent out five new names and said, let's pick one and run with it. <laughs> and, so, ah. and someone said, How about that? And I was like, How about what? Which are <laughs> the five? And <laughs> and uh, and they're like, run with it. And there you go. And that, so this, you know, sixty seven year old lady, she was just she was like, Yeah, you really should just lie about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me that reminds me of the story of uh <clears throat> diametric brewing brewing over here in Lee Summit you know they were they were originally called um New Axiom. Oh, okay. They got a cease and desist from this wine company that had in copy, California. California that copyrighted the word Axiom. And so Damn. yeah, so they went back and forth back and forth back and forth. They're like this is a waste of time and a waste of money. So they're like what what would, what what name would it be diametrically opposed to from nice. so <laughs> that's how they came up with diametric. Brilliant. <laughs> they're like it's just that it's it's, it's, just, it it's there. So, you know, we said it. So, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what, so when somebody comes to y'all's show, and
3: Dan, you can start,
5: mm-hmm.
1: what
3: can they expect? Um, I think you can definitely expect to see a lot of different moments. I think we're really, like, trying to make sure whenever we do come out and do a show, it's not just standing in one spot playing song after song, but really trying to, like, take each song and tell a story with it so, like, in our old show, we'd, you know, hop out in the crowd, like, strip down to a completely, like, acoustic version of what we do and just kind of stuff like that. Just, But now we're trying to craft, like, new moments and figure out a new way to connect. So, yeah, just expect to be, like, I guess, engaged with. Okay. How would you describe it?
2: Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is just connection. We're... Or- we're focused on figuring out how do we bring the crowd into it? You know, how's, how can we get out into the crowd? Like we have a showcase that we're, we're crafting the show right now uh, in Houston coming up and the questions have been around like, okay, in this environment with this particular crowd, what does it look like to, you know, if they're doing this, this is how we should then respond. Like in and, and trying to, th- trying to have plans for each kind of situation to read the crowd. Like if they're coming down front, you know, we can engage in with them in one way and you're going to, I'm going to be like, in their faces, singing, do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Daniel, at some points, have like jumped over his drum kit, and like what the, my favorite time <laughs> was a show where your his stool slipped while he was jumping, and I was spinning around with my guitar, and all I saw was Daniel parallel to the ground, like a foot above his <laughs> drum set. And I was like, what
5: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and
2: did you um, land that one? I can't remember. I crashed. You did, did crash? You.
3: For a split second, I jumped up so fast. Yeah. <laughs> did Dang. you lose the beat? No. Yes. <laughs> no. But yeah, so overall,
2: like you said, like creating moments, like finding ways for each crowd, how do we connect it and make it special? Um, we're already kind of designing. In Kansas City, we'll probably play a handful of times. That's about it. Mostly on the road. Um, and we're already talking through like, what does it look like to make like a badass event when we're like, hopefully in March is when we're thinking about, uh, like what artists do we want? Like, well, we play Boulevardia and had, uh, the Royal chief, he's a local rapper. He yeah. jumped in on a song with us, brilliant yeah. artist He's actually on, it's not over the one that releases in January. And so we were like, dude, let's just have you come up. So it's like our last song, he's jumping up and kind of adding this extra layer right, of it. Right. So, so yeah, just trying to find ways to connect with the crowd, bring them into it to where hopefully they walk away like, damn, yeah, that was really cool. It was, I'm,
0: a little, I'm a little surprised, but it, it makes total sense. But I don't know why it's a little surprised to me that there's that much planned out in the show, <laughs> right? Like, like you're you're thinking, and I get why, and it makes sense, but it's just something I've never thought of. Right. That pre-show, you're thinking, hey, if the audience says this, I want to do that. I mean, how much of that is is push and pull between you're planning that, you're trying to think ahead, but also just – you know, you're a creator shit right. happens during a show.
2: Yes. And I think that's, can you so, over plan? Yes. I, well, I yeah. think there is a, there is a place Daniel's of over preparedness, even down to, I actually lost my voice for a season cause I was practicing so much where I realized like, Oh shit, I need to back it off a little bit man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it can be over prepared in the sense of, I, it's almost mindset. So it's like, I think you can prepare really, really well But that will only make you better if you have the right mindset to connect with it. The main goal is to connect with the crowd, right? If you're well prepared, you can adjust to changes easier. It's kind of like jazz where the best jazz musicians have practice eight hours a day. But in the moment, they're so well versed in all of it. That then they can feel this it's, thing. Yeah. Go. So right. If something happens, they can. Yeah. And I think lanes. that's the part where you can see where it becomes Ugh. mechanical uh, yeah. for people. It was kind of weak. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weak burp. I, I got a three and a half. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: you're right. It's uh, fucking three and a half. Didn't he? Didn't he force it out? Terrible. Sorry. C- continue.
5: <laughs> no. But basically, like
2: the over prepared, I think is where I've seen some bands where they lose. Honestly, in my opinion, it's them losing the focus of connecting with the crowd. So, if it's just about that perfect note and it's just about, like, am I on my tape spot? You know, sorry, I'm kicking that, but am I on my tape spot? Did I move there in time as opposed to, like, why did you do, why did you make that movement across stage? What was the intention of that? What's the intention of me rocking out with my guitarist? What's the intention of me being out in the crowd? um, I, again, I think my, you brought up a lot about mindset. I think it's that mindset you put in there, but like, yeah, our, before we toured those two years, we actually had band camp for like two weeks. So one week was just nonstop music, eight hours a day. And then the next week was all choreography. Wow. Eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and, <laughs> so, yeah, so
1: yeah, this is totally a side, uh, sidebar, at Bandcamp, so I got a friend of mine on her birthday. Her <laughs> one week, time
0: at Bandcamp. No, her week
1: on her birthday week is called Bandcamp, and you get him. There's probably fireball involved. And somebody- <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> has to be. I haven't heard anybody use that. This Bandcamp. What do you do for Bandcamp? Like, I, I don't know. Fireball. fireball. <laughs> so Miguel, what? What? Uh, Who's influence you like musically? Who? Do, who do you like?
2: Love? Who do you? Who do you vibe with? Um, I would say, right now, heavily influenced by Kanye West. I went on, like, a deep dive of, like, from start to now, uh, which, honestly, Donda's probably my least favorite album, to be honest. But um, there's something about the way he builds his beats, the creativity, all the different elements, the collaboration with other artists. There's so many things that have inspired me a ton. Uh, Personally, I think the other people I'm listening to is, like, Residente, um, Palalondra. They're both, like, Spanish rappers. And just their... Their flow, again, the production is killer. And then right now I've been listening nonstop to John Bellion as well. Do you guys know him? All-Time Low. I do I'm not. at an all-time low, 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 low. You know, don't know that one? I don't, but... Uh, Check it out. That's, that's our, it's good. That's <laughs> our first. That's,
1: a, that's, probably, that's probably our best singing moment on the show. Ooh. We've had a few singing <laughs> moments. That was the that's best. By far,
3: <laughs> by far the best.
1: Daniel, what about you as far as like drummers? Mm-hmm. what? Obviously your dad has been an influence on you. Yeah. And other 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 drummers out there cuz I am in another life I was a guitar player, I was a singer and I was a drummer and I played the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think not, in, that. not <laughs> in this <laughs> life. Not in this life. But drums, what who's been your
3: influence? Man, when I was focused on doing my thing, I always said it was like the people I grew up playing like drums with, like my other friends who were drummers and like ah. those are my influences and then like when it came to people who were really like in the business like doing it, um, it would be um, guys like JoJo Mayer. He was definitely one. I had his book. Um, there was um, Chris Coleman and Dave Weckl. And right now, like one of my favorite drummers to watch is this guy Eric Moore. Um, another guy that I was really inspired by um, is his, his name is R.J. Kelly, and we we went to high school together. Killer killer drummer though and he's been out um in LA playing with a lot of big people and he's really out there doing it but it was a, it was those people that like inspired me and the people I grew up with right. you know playing together
1: that's that's some real shit right there it Was a little
3: Did I hear a burp? That was, was that, it was like a faint it was like a whisper of a was was burp. That you? yeah it was, was like, like a I was that you?
0: A burp or was that somebody messing with the cables <laughs>
2: Because I, I got the headphones on, I just looked over here. I was I, like, oh, that no, "Who
1: did?" Well, that? Look, look, shout out, shout out to the guys of River Bluff. Because when we had them on, they the called, They they coined the phrase cryber. Cryber. That's, That's what that was.
0: <laughs> River Bluff, Casey. <KC. laughs>
1: you know what? You know what? I, awesome. I love the effort. I love the effort. You want to do this last Mr. beer before we wrap this shit up? I think we should do one more. Well, I'm, Daniel's got. I a might whole... finish
2: this Finn de mo.
1: La Findamone. La Findamon. Yeah, knock that out.
3: That's yours. Oh.
1: You've got the bag over there, so you? You, you've got to do All the right. honor stuff. Well, pass pass Daniel. Daniel? You can open it. You ain't gotta drink it, brother.
3: Oh, everyone looked this, at me. He
1: had this look of fear. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> You know, you know, he's like, is there a fireball in there? <laughs> Please let there be an airplane bottle of
0: fireball. <laughs>
3: it's, it's, there's Miguel, there's only one on there's only left in, you in there. You Man, actually, the you artwork might, on this is
1: wild. Yeah, you might like this. You might The artwork like this on
3: one. this is wild, y'all. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's like a uh, gusher exploded. There you go. There you go. Much, much better. Uh, 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> the head of this body never, like, it's like a gusher eye. exploding. Yeah, turn it
1: around. Let Miguel get a shot of that. Shout out to my boys at Diametric. An
3: Exploding Head has like a, I don't, I don't a if shirt button up with yeah. lemons on
1: it. So that's their their Anyway Shake
3: series. Oh wait oh, a little bit. It Kobe. Slipped. Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Diametric Brewing yeah. Company. Yeah. Lee yeah what, what? Anyway
1: Shake Jun- Juniper Fizz. I haven't had this one yet. That's what I'm saying. That's why I got it. Yeah. I knew you hadn't had it. I don't know. I don't know how you put Juniper in a beer, but it fucking works.
0: Listen. Those guys? They'll
5: put anything in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are they going to say no to, Nigel?
1: Fair point. Fair Actually, point. Actually,
0: I think that should be our new game. What's that? What will the Diametric Boys say no to as a beer ingredient?
1: You know. Onions.
3: No, they'd do it. they
1: they'd probably do it.
3: They'd probably done it. <laughs> I couldn't. You couldn't? Onions? Are you anti-onions? You don't like onions? Anti-onion. Why? It's oh, like, the first like, time I had an onion when I was really little, I violently threw up. It was crazy. <laughs> what do you mean when
1: you were little? Like, like, like
3: four years ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> wow, he just took the joke from you. <laughs> That's <laughs> but some Eminem well, shit, right? Well,
1: there. well played.
3: <laughs> but yeah, and then every time since then, every time I smell someone making it, I get like mad headaches from so, onions. Yeah. I've grown out of that since then, but. Yeah, I just Look, he's like grabbing it. his nose and everything. Just thinking wanting. about
0: it. <laughs> I mean, he about had a reaction right
2: uh, there. <laughs> I remember we had a bass player that toured with us for a while. Super into cooking. He was, he was a brilliant cook. But when we would cook in the hotels to be healthier, and so he got a crock pot and chopped up a bunch of shit. He's like, don't tell Daniel, but I
3: chopped up a bunch of onions. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know? No.
2: He snuck was, it in. He, yeah. was <laughs> he was
3: a problem. He was a problem.
2: And that's why he's not with us. No, reality. damn. <laughs> and that was the end of the story.
3: <laughs>
1: Look, put your nose in that beer.
3: Ooh. It's, Holy moly. Just the
1: nose is stupid. You're like. That is interesting. Oh, uh, like did you taste it already?
3: No, I didn't taste it okay, yet. Okay, your,
1: your, your nose did a, little you did a little twitchy thing with your nose. When you No,
3: it. I'm actually cool with the smell. It's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: I almost don't know what to make of
2: that.
1: It's so different. It's so good. It I, almost,
3: I started
2: out liking it, then didn't like the smell. I'm seeing if I can get back to liking
1: it. It, it almost it almost um, tastes like a soda to me.
2: There
0: are things I love and things I don't love about
1: that. Yeah. It's, mm. I, I don't know what the fuck a juniper, juniper looks like. I've never no, seen no. one in person. Maybe I have. But it's everybody's like, <laughs> I don't know. You
0: know what? I'm going to go back to the Daniel description. I'm a little bit confused.
2: <laughs>
5: bit confused.
3: Let me try.
2: I like it. It's a beer that requires your full attention. That's what it is. Like, Ooh. so you can just like really
1: yeah. sit back and be like, yeah,
2: what's going on? here? Cause
1: it's very different. What are you trying? To I'm not on? sure
0: what to, ma- I can't give an opinion. I'm not sure what to make. Of it.
1: <laughs> Cause you Before wouldn't, it? If, if I blindfolded you and said you would be like, what is that, a cider? Was that a beer? Right. Is, it, is, is,
0: is, is it Sprite that's gone funky? <laughs> that too.
2: That too. The Sprite go I, bad. I feel the Sprite.
0: I don't know if Sprite goes bad, but but like if if I were blindfolded, you know what?
1: I could see that. If it's I good. were
0: blind, I mean like it.
1: It's kind of Spritey.
0: Or maybe like the Safeway brand of lemon lime soda.
2: <laughs> Diametric's gonna be like, "Fuck you guys!" Right? Thanks. <laughs> you know what? Aldi brand. How about Aldi that? brand. Aldi a, brand.
0: It's there a, you it's go. Some
1: Europe. But it's fancy. Yeah, it's some fancy <laughs> shit. Safeway's
0: a little dated. <laughs> Are <laughs> there Safeway still around?
1: Yeah, in different parts of the country. Is that still a thing? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah, in different parts like of the it. country. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it though. It's. A, I, I like I, it actually. I, I, see what I'm saying? Got it. Look, Daniel's fuck. Look, he he's. That's the one. Yeah. This is the one. Yeah, that's the one for you.
3: This is the one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This one's. I actually, I dig it. I don't know if it'd be one I would want to drink like the full. You know it's, what this it's, is? It's a one and done. That's what it is. This is like yeah.
0: the '90s sob. It's really <laughs> cool, but it's also kind of ugly.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's wow. Pretty funny. You go ahead and tell that to uh, the boys at Diametric. <laughs> uh,
0: I like it, but it's just it's kind of weird.
1: It's different, and and so it's a series that they do. So, any yeah. anyway, shake. They've done different, different flavor, different flavors. It's just every time it's totally different. Yeah. But this is one that, I don't know, I just, first time I had it, I was like, hold it, it's so different, that's why I like it.
2: Yeah, it's almost, it almost has, like, wine mixed with cider, mm-hmm. and then, like, that, the whole, like, Aldi. flat, <laughs> Aldi's version of Sprite thing, yeah. all kind of mixed together. That's, that's what I'm vibing with there.
5: A little
0: but, bit of that, 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 like the, where they pour the, they pour the lemon lime into the punch for the church potluck. There you go. <laughs>
1: church is this.
5: <laughs>
1: so obviously Daniel, Daniel loved it cuz his is white gone. people
0: Protestants? Gone.
1: Look, Daniel drank the whole thing.
0: That wow. lemon is pretty
1: Daniel's in. So he, that and the stout. Well, and if
0: and if people could have a picture of the other glasses yes that he just sipped on.
2: What's crazy is he's got two full glasses and, and but he looked like he was going to kill me when I tried to snatch one. Fair point. Did you see his yes. face? Yeah. Because
3: his face was, does talk, but he just—he well, just, he just hey, killed man. the juniper. It's all in the face. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's all in the face. So, 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 so now, now we know. When you're out, stout. Yep. Or something fruity. There you go. But something very fruity. You know where we need to take him? Very fruity.
0: Yeah, we need to take him to service. Oh, Ooh, that
1: yeah. sounds right. So yeah, down over there. you have been to service. Uh, Courtney, service. Shout out to Courtney. Uh, uh, it's in in uh not not Mission, but uh, Shawnee. Old Shawnee. Shawnee. Oh, Shawnee. Old Shawnee. Shawnee. Uh, service brewing company she does the most ridiculous fruited beers you'll ever have in your nice. life she, and again one of the few, f- uh, few female brewers uh, around Kansas City but she fucking kills it and they're expanding
0: and they're expanding,
1: they're expanding and she doesn't
0: them. like them they're not
5: her favorite thing yeah, she really makes, she
1: makes them for her wife yeah it
2: that's makes it, funny
0: yeah. it makes her
5: wife smile so yeah. she makes it's them.
2: funny because I was just thinking I might be able to get my wife to like beer if I take her there because it sounds like it might be up her alley so uh, it's the same kind of story and, then. yeah <laughs> and, and they
1: have so many different styles stouts the um, fru- <coughs> fruit, fruit of Sours No he's nice. trying he's nice.
2: tried. Two Tones Two
0: Tones He gets extra points for that Yeah Two Tones, two tones. I got
1: two Tones <laughs> hey. d- Danny Two Tone
3: Danny Two Tone ah, That is Sadie's funny Danny Two Tone On two-tone. your jersey
0: next, next show On the back yeah. of your jersey Yo. I'm gonna get Danny a jersey
3: two-tone. For the d <laughs> For the d event Right I'm gonna get a jersey Everybody loves the D I love it yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna call it that, but Daniel yeah,
2: just doesn't like when we say that. But boy, we say it a look, lot. If so. that's not the name, if
0: that's not the name of the festival, then you've done something I, wrong. I, yeah, I mean, it's
1: it's epic. You're gonna get so many people who love the D. Yep, and have and
3: it. they're gonna be there.
0: <laughs> um, I just that's the T-shirt that the patrons all
1: buy.
3: Oh, absolutely. Just the D. Oh yeah, I can I just imagine just, people other people's imagination getting out of control.
1: That's And the point. things point. that would come pouring <laughs> You're like, Hello? I don't see a
3: problem here. <laughs> uh, look, do
1: I need to quote Herm Edwards? You play to win the game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sold out. Yeah. This festival's sold coming, out coming like together. It's coming burp. together Did pretty nice. Ask, ask me.
1: Oh, my God. This has been the probably the worst burp show ever. He hates yeah. my burps. I don't hate them.
2: Sometimes you, you got to train. You, <laughs> you got to put in time.
1: Practice. Yes. We're <laughs> <do, laughs> we talking about we practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> Who else can we quote? Shit.
3: <laughs> do you have guys have any memorable burps? Oh yeah. yeah um, well, so, look,
0: look little, little shout out to to our good buddy and, and former social media manager Alana. Alana. That that lady can burp from two blocks away,
1: and it's <laughs> she on burps the bikes. Off microphone. Then we we were right. River Bluff in downtown Kansas City at the River Market. Yeah. And she was sitting at the bar, and we were at a table, and she burped. It's on the show. We were like, Oh, into we like, the mics. Everybody looked around. We were like, oh shit. So shout out, shout out to Alana. Love Alana. So where That's as awesome. we as we wrap this up, where can we find the Run with It Band on the socials?
2: So the socials are all at Run with It Band and then or you can go to Runwithaband.net. And okay. uh and we so we have a brand new track coming out September twentieth. And uh, you can check that out. If you go to runwithaband.net, you can click on there. And honestly, all the socials have What's the, what's it the name there. of the track? So it's called At Least You Tried. Okay, okay, okay So, yeah, just yeah. It's a, a song trying to inspire people to not let fear hold them back and create the things that they want to create. I thought it was going to be about
0: that earlier burp. At Least You Tried. Well,
2: <laughs> that's true. That's, that's where the bridge goes. Love we it. had to yeah. introduce something new. and.
5: <laughs>
1: So, where I know you have some other outlets. Where else, uh, your podcast, where can they find that?
2: Actually, all of it. So, runwithitband.net, you'll find the Live and Create podcast there yeah. as yeah. well. And it's that's on all the socials. I just kind of keep it in that world yeah, right yeah. now. Just yeah, yeah. honestly, for sanity, uh, branding purposes, and yeah. San- yeah, sanity, tell me about uh, it, yeah. it's hard to
1: manage <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> what we can, got going already. You got some places we can find you as well, just as. as-
3: as is, me? Uh, yeah. Or do you want people <laughs> to? do you, want people, is, to find it? Do you it, want people to find the D? Is it yeah <laughs> I mean I'm gonna steal his beer. It's do it. D cold drums. Everywhere on all the social. Okay, run right on, run right on. That's how you find me. Decol drums. Decol drums. We'll start following. He might be with all. Nick Lachey. He
2: might be hanging oh out backstage God. with Kendrick right.
3: Lamar because that's a cool story. All those things were what? accidents. Oh yeah, that's all those things were by chance. Tell us the that's Kendrick right. story. Really, Kendrick story? How did story. How did you you this lead? Awesome. It's not even a story. It's, <laughs> just, a, it's just a situation. <laughs> just happened. Yeah. It just happened. It just really because I was playing drums with Xv. Xv was Syner Warner. Okay. And so we we're in South by Southwest and we are up backstage in this room with a bunch of other rappers, and Kendrick was one of them, just out hanging out in there. It was just a lot of people. It was crazy.
2: Stop, sit, bro. Damn. He just, he's just. But did. the cereal, though. What? You
3: don't want to say oh, yeah, that part had, of the tour? He had like, the a surf. box of cereal or something like that, because he was doing that cartoons and cereals thing, so <laughs> he had, like, a box of cereal that he was eating out of, I guess. He was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just dry cereal. <laughs>
3: I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, next
0: time you're on a pod, leave with leave that story.
3: A, leave with that story. There. You know, it's, it
1: sounds like when we had um, uh, my man from uh, Kansas Hopco. So, yeah. So, it's he has a hop farm in Ottawa, right? And a lot of breweries use his hops. And come to find out, he and his dad make guitars by hand. Oh, wow. Out of Lawrence, Kansas. He never mentioned it. That's <laughs> dope. I saw some shit on PBS. So I was like, bro, you really didn't mention that on the podcast? Like
0: you're on PBS, bro. You gotta. No, they, they, they have made guitars for like some serious musicians. Yeah, oh
1: there a, There's a guitar. He tells the story. Was it Eric Clapton came to Kansas City? Oh, I, I think so. And they were at this, the, the artist formerly known as the Sprint Center. Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love you that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know,
1: Eric Clapton is, is playing, and has his dad come up on stage and presents the guitar the guitar to him that he made wow
3: that's crazy. yeah yeah with
1: that one yeah. yeah yeah he never mentioned that and his his dad has a guitar at the country music hall of fame damn he's made so many guitars and they're all handmade
3: that's so
2: dope so Absolutely.
1: so yeah
5: but
2: he's all nonchalant a bit like yeah i mean yeah yeah a thing i do yeah but i really love hops he does. He just
1: opened up uh, <laughs> if, if you're down in Science
2: South engineering degree. Yeah. yeah South. Gonna... Over oh my Park. God. <laughs> that, this, so this guy, he's just constant surprises. So at one point I'm trying to figure out a bunch of tech. I, I know we're trying to wrap up, but I'm sorry. It's all good. But like one time we're trying to wrap up a bunch of tech stuff. And like, we had a bunch of things breaking soundboard breaking. He's with me almost the whole fuck. It's like two weeks of like nonstop me trying to solve all these technical problems that I'm not great at. And then we're driving and he's like, well, hey, maybe I could help. I was like, yeah. He goes, I do have a sound engineering degree. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I. And the only way I've described it like this before, but it's kinda like in Dumb and Dumber when he's like freezing and he's like, My hands are so cold and he's like, Here, you can have an extra pair of gloves. And that's how I felt. It's like, Are you fucking are you kidding, kidding me, me right me? now? You have a sound engineer like all the problems have been sound engineering problems. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> you just didn't and, you just didn't wanna you didn't want to put it out there that
1: fast. He's a slow <laughs> player. He's, he's so humble. He's humble.
2: He's exactly. like I didn't want to like. Take your success away from me. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> level up on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to harsh your vibe, man. <laughs> it was it
3: was his test to
2: go through. Oh
3: wow! And I, and I, I had, had to take my own journey. Pop, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Next song's about Daniel Cole. <laughs> man, it's called Suffering. <laughs> I see that. I see that coming. Oh
1: man! I can see, I can see that cover for the for the single. I mean, that's a song in itself. You know, that that whole situation. I mean. Oh,
2: yeah. There was a lot of pain involved. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could totally fix that. (laughs) Why don't you do it then? It's been been two weeks. No fireball for you. Here we are. Here we are. Oh,
0: it's so funny. (laughs) Nick, where can they find us? You can find Beards with Nigel on Facebook, the Instagrams, the Twitter, because Beard Twitter is the greatest social media. It really is. is. Beard Twitter is awesome. And you can find the Beards with Nigel podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Well, really all of them. Yeah. And, and, and you got one of them Alexa devices? Hey, Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel podcast. (laughs)
3: There it
2: is. (laughs) That was fun, guys. (laughs) Thank
5: you.
4: You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper to bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.
5: And I was surprised I liked this one. I loved but it was the mexican part because <laughs> my-